0: What's up? Back on the Young and Drum podcast. I know that uh, Colin, Joey, and B have been doing a hell of a job with the OUInsider.com podcast. Now, we're going to do our thing during the middle of the week like we always do. Brandon, what's good and what the hell is going on with this 2020 recruiting cycle?
1: There's a lot going on. Oklahoma is out and about. Obviously, they've stopped by just about everybody, everywhere. Um I mean, look. They Riley went from the day after, the day after the Big Twelve title. He go well the day. Yeah, I guess it was the day after. He well the day of. He flies out to Phoenix, hits up a bunch of uh, West Coast guys, goes to No one else and all those guys stop by a couple schools, flies back to DFW, and in the same day, and I kid you not, between Houston and Dallas, he went roughshod between wednesday and thursday or i guess it was monday and tuesday because sunday he was out west so monday and tuesday he went crazy between um dallas dfw then last night he went to dante manning's house uh along with he was in florida as well to see kendall dennis so there is a lot going on uh he's right now just left uh, from seeing uh, the four-star Juco uh, defensive line commit, number one Juco in the country, Perry and Winfrey. Uh, he was just there this morning, left there. So uh, they're out and about. I wouldn't be shocked, would not be shocked to see them at least try to throw their name back in the hat with uh, Marcus – or sorry, uh, Major. Uh, I just went blank, dude. Um, Major, the defensive back, I just went blank. Um, can you help me here?
0: 2020
1: defensive back. Yeah, got yeah, him. major. I just went freaking blank, dude. His like last name is Major, why. dude. The the uh, he just de- de- decommitted from LSU.
0: Oh yeah, okay. Um. Oh uh, yeah, Major. It's first major name Burns. is Major. Yeah, major ma- his first name is Major. My goodness. Yeah, gracious. his first name is Major. I was like, wait a second. I he, sit,
1: I'm sitting here trying to. Yeah. I'm, I'm like reading text messages because yeah. I got a couple of Alabama people talking to me about a, uh, um. Jace so I'm not I'm gonna well no
0: you're there now
1: I wasn't gonna bring it
0: up you brought it up now you gotta talk about it
1: sorry yeah I was in the middle of reading the text from the people from Alabama Um, a couple sources out there um uh they Okay, I'll, I'll read verbatim what it said here, and I'm gonna have to put this up on the side before we get to the bottom. Nah, and you'll have time. Uh, you'll have time. By the time people are here, um, it's starting to the, the, the okay. So I hit up this person who is well connected with uh, all the Alabama staffers, uh, just to kind of see what is going on over there. And basically, they said Jace has not shut the door on Bama. He hasn't decommitted. Uh, They think the kid is a bit confused and hesitant to tell anyone no. I don't know the kid or mom very well, uh, and that's about it. So basically, I think I know the mom.
0: I know you Um, do, but but I I like drama B. Like, damn it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I still think he ends up at Oklahoma. I I do do, too, but but drama's great. I think he couldn't tell them no to come in on the in home, and he did. And I think afterwards he was like, crap, man, I put myself in another predicament, that type of deal. And I think, like, his mom and him are, they just want this thing over with. Mm -hmm. Like, they just want to just get it over with. And I think, is Mia going to go on the board to regulate again? Yeah, I think she's going to have to go on the board to regulate because it's going to get nasty uh, on our board just because it's not right that it does. Uh, She's a, hey, let me tell you something. I've hung out with her twice. Now, at football games, just because she's like, hey, come sit and talk. And so I I go down there and I talk with her um, or go up one or the other from the field. And she's a nice, nice lady. She's she they all mean well. Jace is a good kid. He hates the recruiting process. He hates telling people no. She's told me that she he hates telling people no. He doesn't want to hurt people. So, of course, he's going to take these in homes. He's going to go on these. visits. he was always taking these visits. From day one, no matter if he was committed or not, he was taking all five visits. You want to know what the thing that he's telling Oklahoma is I'm not going anywhere. So as, as long as he's telling Oklahoma that, Oklahoma fans ought to be okay with it, but the problem is is stuff like this gets out and things are going crazy and all that and uh, I I don't know it, it is it's a it's a crazy crazy deal right now.
0: We're recording this just a week away from signing day, and I need to add in here, Jace McClellan is one of the best players in the state of Texas. He has been a five-star from jump. He's been committed to Oklahoma since 2017. It would be a tremendous upset if Jace were to commit and sign anywhere else. I also would like to add here, the pressure that is on a kid at an in-home is immense. Like, I need to set this up because people don't get to walk into in-home visits B, so just allow me, because I know you're always you're always in on this. But yeah, Nick Saban walks into your front door to tell your mother, your father, hi, to gas them up about what's going to happen in Tuscaloosa, to gas you up about your career and what is waiting for you in Tuscaloosa. He is magnificent in those living rooms ed orgeron is the same most great recruiters lincoln riley went into jeremiah Credell's living room last year came out with a commitment it's really difficult to tell that man no right there or even coach let me think about it and it's tremendous resolve right and most people would think yeah, i could tell them no it's fine i mean and i would always tell a kid there's nothing wrong with taking a visit I mean, unless you've given a commitment that in which there's you know, there's agreement that you just don't take visits, which I think is stupid, and I don't and I frown on that policy, but a lot of people have that policy, including Oklahoma. I, I think that you can you can have Nick Saban in your house, because when are you gonna meet Nick Saban? When are you gonna meet Orgeron? When are you gonna meet any of these guys, right? When are you gonna be able to pick their brains? I always tell them, hey man, ask them about football. Talk about the stuff that you're interested in. I mean, I get that they're gonna ask you about your life and that's great, but if you have things that you would lo- that you know only Nick Saban knows, you know, about his, my goodness. We're talking about, what, 40 years of experience from Nick Saban? 50 years of experience in yeah. college football coaching. So I understand it. And I also get that parents are under a tremendous amount of pressure as well because they have been yelling at the top of their lungs, my kid's going here, they bought, not, bought all this gear, but they also, you know, they love their kid, and they're going to do what their kid wants to do. In the case of McClellan, I'm more amused. Than anything else because I like the drama and I'm in the content making business, so it gives me something to talk about. But I'm with B. I'm not freaking out. Yeah. He's not freaking out. I don't think there's a reason to freak out.
1: Yeah, I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm literally just I'm, I'm exchanging messages right now, and <laughs> the person goes, "I told him. I said, look, Oklahoma's putting up a front. Uh, they're not worried uh, when people I talk with, sources, everything like that. But it, it, it I mean." that doesn't mean that they're not worried because they could just be putting the front up. That's exactly how I worded it to him. I said, they could be telling me one thing and then behind closed doors be going, Holy crap. What are we going to do? Like this is, this came out of nowhere. We didn't expect it to get this far type deal. Mm -hmm. So I I don't know. And then his, his responses and this guy has been around it for years and years and years. And he said, the kid might just be over it and just be, trying to get it over with getting everything out of the way that way he can just be firm and just be done with it and uh, he may be right i mean i i'm not worried because the kid's been committed almost three years right and if that happens that will be one of the biggest shockers i can remember And i've been following recruiting for about 30 years now i mean since i was about six or seven years old listening to it with my dad in the car and stuff like that on on whatever sports radio station he was, he, right? You know, in the infancy days. But he was real big into it when I was a kid, so that's what got me into it. And uh, it, it's just it would it would be huge, huge if that happened. I it would almost be. I and mean, I'm, I'm not gonna when I when you see uh, Jace, he kind of looks like an Alabama running back too. I mean, he does. So do, so does Simajé. I mean, no, I, yeah, but I mean, I'm talking like. With the dreads and the and the and the and the the tips, the the yellow tips coming out like Brian Robinson seen bun-
0: and and Trey Sanders don't know what you're talking about. Mark, Mark Ingram <laughs> doesn't know what you're talking about.
1: Well, I mean, but a couple of other ones do. We're talking about Derrick Henry and a bunch of those other guys. All
0: at it. Yeah, um, Derrick Henry so, is bigger than anybody trying to tackle him. And yeah, for well, that what, matter. So was the, Trent Richardson. Uh,
1: what was the other kid that was Trent Richardson? Uh, such an OU lean for such a long time. Oh, crap, but uh, OU never offered him, and he ended up being a stud, and he went to Bama. Um, oh, Bo Scarborough. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, and uh, he did it. He had this. I mean, so the last couple of guys have had those tips and those the dreads and stuff like that. And it, I think it's just, when I look at him, I'm like, dang, yeah, I could see it. I could see it happening, but I honestly, I don't see it happening. I just don't. I, I think he is, he fits Oklahoma as far as playing style goes. Oh, oh my gosh. He, he is going to go in there B, and be completely fit B, in. B, B, B. What's up? B.
0: Let, let's, 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 let's get off Jace and get on to, Josh Eaton. Justin Harrington. What's going on?
1: Uh okay, so what was Josh Eaton and who who else? It's Justin Harrington. Sorry. Okay, Harrington I say Oklahoma is a big leader. I would say so as well, but I mm-hmm. want to hear from you. I would say Oklahoma is a leader, uh, but the kid seems to change his mind on how he wants to go about doing things. It seems like daily. <laughs> so I don't. It's, Oklahoma is always a leader, but he's like, well, I may want to go do this trip. I may want to go do that trip. Signing day is coming up, and he, he came out and publicly said he's going to sign early. And then all of a sudden, behind closed doors, when you talk to people that are down in Houston and in that area, you hear, well, he may decide that he wants to do something different. So I don't know. I,
0: it's a, it's, it, I think Oklahoma is a leader. I, I like drama. I feel Oklahoma is a leader. I like drama. Uh, I'm going to say your offers are Oregon State, Houston, and Oklahoma, and leave it there.
1: Okay, <laughs>
0: there you go. Yeah, I I, 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 there's drama to be had elsewhere. Um, I'm more interested in Eaton because he got offered, I want to say, yesterday by Georgia, and he's going to take a trip in January. Joshua Eaton was a Texas commit that was. Felt like an OU lean for a second for a while. He decommitted from Texas in November, and we know that there's there's one or two spots available, depending on how you wanna you wanna talk about this. B. so. How do you feel like that's going?
1: Okay, I'm sorry. I'm still trying to like do messages back and forth to people. Repeat again. I'm sorry. There's a lot going on here.
0: Josh Eaton, what do you got? Uh-huh. Uh huh. Well, like
1: I said, Josh Eaton. I still think uh, now. Okay. I think Harrington's going to Oklahoma. I don't have a – I'm not even worried about that. Josh Eaton, like I said, it's just – I feel like he's – I think Oklahoma's going to end up getting him. I do. I think he's going to end up signing early. He put that out publicly. I think after each and every in-home or offer, he just kind of wavers a little bit. But then he talks to Oklahoma, and he kind of comes back down to earth. And he's really close also with Bryson Washington, like very, very close. So that also I think plays a lot into this.
0: No, and I I'm, I would agree with you. I also still think that Bryce Washington is the sneaky best get in this 2020 class. I just I keep going back to watch these kids film and I keep going to talk to people and that that dude has an opportunity to be really really good. I mean all America caliber talent at safety or DB. At Oklahoma he projects to safety, but we'll see. And then this, this, this team is backloaded. Like, I, I believe Oklahoma has overachieved this year. I know that everybody else thinks that, you know, they're supposed to win the, win the Big 12 and they're supposed to make the college football playoff. But the team right now is built for 2020. And anything that they do in the college football playoff, I'm going to say is found money. Um, I want to ask you about your thoughts about Chandler Morris, but let's.
1: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you.
0: All right, B. Chandler Morris. His father, Chad, just took the offensive coordinator job at Auburn. We know that he's committed to play for his dad once before when he was still the head coach at Arkansas. There's good reason to believe that he would do it again. And I would add to this that I believe that Chandler Morris is a better quarterback than Bo Nix today. And he could compete. And I understand they got a quarterback committed. But he's got offers from Virginia Tech, Boise State, and Oklahoma, all three of mm-hmm. which do not have a quarterback committed to the class. What you feel?
1: Um, Oklahoma. Uh, and here's, here's why. Um, I've talked to several people, and even people at Auburn, that say hey, he's not following his dad. He doesn't want to do that again. Uh, But when I just uh, ironically, I just got done texting with Chandler about ten minutes ago, and that was why I kind of postponed what was going on because I didn't want to be doing what I was doing now. But I also didn't expect a bunch of things to just start flowing through in the middle of our podcast, which I should have known better. Um, Basically, the deal is is that he won't. He doesn't want to completely shut it down publicly. He doesn't. He wants the drama. And all of that because he's going to announce at the Under Armour game. And he confirmed that to me today. He told me he was thinking about doing that last time we spoke in person. But then today, he said, yeah, that's what I'm going to do. And I'm going to let him, you know, I think he's going to put that out later on today. So this will be up after that goes public, I'm sure. Um, But basically, the deal is, is that. Everybody I know, even Auburn people, say it's Oklahoma and it's not even close because I think they learned that you can't really follow Dad and do it long term. Now, here's the deal. I think he goes to Oklahoma, and I think, say, they're doing really well at Auburn now, and I think they're not following each other. To, he's not following Dad to Auburn because Malzon as weird as it sounds, has been on the hot seat seems like every year, Right. Like, oh, we don't know if we're going to retain him each and every year. And then somehow, some way they end up winning nine or ten games and everybody's okay with it. But um, they don't like that. So I think what's going to end up happening is he's going to go to Oklahoma. He's going to compete for the starting job. He may sit there until he graduates and grad transfers down to wherever his dad's at. That would be my guess. And that would make the most sense because it would be – a you know a short term deal instead of four or five years you're talking one to two, and the odds of you being able to stick it out with dad are a lot better, right? So that's what that that makes sense to me, and I think that's that's how it was posed to me that it would likely go down if he'd never earned the starting job at Oklahoma. I do think he's going to go to OU. Yeah, obviously hasn't committed. He's not going to commit to I think January fourth, fifth. I think third. Somewhere around there. the One of the days is the Under Armour game. I'll, to, I'll be down there with, of course, Brian uh, in, in Orlando. So uh, that'll be fun. And, um, it, well, it's it's going to be very interesting to see how this all goes down. Obviously, he still likes Voltech, but he hasn't taken any any visits, and he's probably going to sign next Wednesday. So where do you think he's going to go? I mean, that, that right there would tell you everything, right?
0: Yeah, well, I mean, I like the bit about a year or two under Lincoln Riley and then going to play for dad because I don't – I expect Chad Morris to leave Auburn before Gus does. I just think that people yeah. like saying that they're going to fire Gus. You're not going to fire the guy that beat Saban three times. Nobody else gets to say that.
1: There's, there's that's a, that's a that's a
0: fact. That's a fact. So You're, you're not going to do that. But I could see Chad <laughs> wanting to do what all offensive coordinators want to do, which is call friggin' plays, and you're not going to do that at Auburn. But – you know, there's, there are jobs there for which he would be more than capable of taking over as an offensive coordinator, let alone a head coach. So I could see that. I like that because spending four or five years at Oklahoma where you're going to give three to, to Rattler and then two to Vandegrift doesn't really figure. You go to Auburn, though, I would add this. As I said, Gus loves to run his quarterback. And as good as Bo Nix has been as a winner – he completed 50% of his passes against Alabama, and he's been dog crap against Power 5 opponents throwing the ball. And what do they do there? They run, they run the ball, and they chuck it deep. And Chandler knows that offense like the back of his hand because he grew up running it. Matter of fact, yeah, man, he did. Not, not enough people know. So I'm going to walk this out. Chad Morris took the job at Stephenville after Art Bryles left it. Got his butt handed to him. He decided, okay, I got to go away from what I do. Who's doing it the best? Well, there's this guy in Springdale named Malzahn. Run this really interesting basketball on grass offense that was spread, been running it for 30 years. So he went up to Springdale and said, hey, Gus, teach me. And he taught him. He brought it to Lake Travis. Started winning and winning and winning in such a way that when Gus Malzon left Tulsa to take the offensive coordinator job at Auburn, Chad Morris got to call up to TU. All the while, Chandler's learning the offense. So if you ever wanted somebody that knows your offense as a quarterback almost as well as <laughs> they possibly could it's Chandler Morris. So if I'm Gus, yeah, I'd make a run at the kid. Like I would, I would tell him, but also he's kind of put up this like electrified fence around Bo Nix. And I'll remind people, Jamie Erdahl asked him, you know, how you feel about Bo Nix's play after you beat him in the iron bowl, beat Alabama in the iron bowl. And he said, Bo Nix going to win a lot of championships here. Oh, okay so that's your dude that's your guy you're not gonna let anything happen to Bo all, all interesting stuff because everybody's got their guys right whether it's this year or the next year or the year previous yeah, everybody's got their guys I just don't think that yeah 2020 is a tough spot because I'd also add out here Malik Hornsby still out there you know and I, I I understood at the time him decommitting from North Carolina but I don't
1: well, they have, they have, they have, the thing is, is Auburn has, they got Shale Garrett. Yep, as a, three-star uh, recruit,
0: yep. Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. They have so a quarterback, I I'm think-
0: just saying that they don't necessarily have who they want, because, again, you lost Joey Gatewood in the grad transfer, por- or not in grad transfer, in the transfer portal, to Kentucky. Mm-hmm. So you don't even have a capable backup. Which is really odd that they let him go in conference. I don't think. And so I guess that's all, it's, just because we're from the Big Twelve, well, it's, and that's like really shunned on. No, you got to remember, it's Kentucky one and two. They don't play each other, dude. I mean, like in in the Big Twelve, it's round. Oh uh, on, yeah, once right? every four years. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, friggin' LSU and Georgia play in the SEC championship game. You know how many times they played since they joined the SEC in 1932? 32 I mean, friggin' times. Just 32. In damn near wow. 100 years, they played 32 times. And those are yeah, two those of eight, your- those eight conference games, man. Right. So like I that doesn't Jeez. shock me at all. Especially if you're Gus and you can see the SEC schedule, you're like, one, it's Kentucky, two, how many times am I ever gonna have to play Kentucky? And how many times am I gonna see Kentucky in an SEC championship game? And even if I am, am I afraid of Joey Gatewood? I mean, you
1: should be, I guess, because he was the number one quarterback, right? Uh yeah. Or number two, number three ish? Yeah. I mean, rankings-wise, I guess. If you're going off rankings, you'd be scared, but after you watch him play this year, probably not. This will be an interesting question. You know, know, the the fact that they let him go to Kentucky, the fact they let him go to Kentucky, ought to tell you, it's kind of like, and I know you're going to probably take offense to this a little bit. Well, then get it out. It's kind of like the Austin uh, Kendall deal where, you know, Riley kind of has a feel for who and what he has as a quarterback. And he let him
0: go, and he let him go in conference. Um, and he didn't let him go thing. in conference. Like, he 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 wanted to keep him his butt out right, of conference. but I know but that's no. A I think spirit, I think he? Riley. I think Riley know, knew that Kendall had an opportunity to be really good. It's just he had an opportunity to get Jalen Hurts, so he he didn't set it up. I mean, the way that I put this, and I want to circle back to Kentucky in this. The thing, and I wrote about this on ouinsider because nobody else had been talking about it. Because the narrative is that OU is going to get its butt handed to them. But the only player in the entire country to beat both Clemson and LSU plays quarterback at Oklahoma. All right? That's one. Second thing there is, my, one of my favorite movies, Avengers in, uh, Endgame, right? Actually, this is Infinity War. Because Thor looks at the Guardians of the Galaxy and he says, Hey, I'm going to Nidavellir to get a weapon and Quill says what kind of weapon he says the Thanos killing kind Riley in January needed a weapon the Thanos killing kind the kind that could take down Clemson or whomever might be there Alabama so he went to go get Jalen Hurts at Kentucky Mm -hmm. I'm really interested to see if Lynn Bowden turns out to be a better quarterback than Joey Gatewood and Lynn Bowden is their best wide receiver they still have Terry coming back well we'll see what happens with old Dale City all right, let's just say I've, I've had feelers out there. We'll see what happens with Old Dell City. You think he's gonna transfer? I said we'll see what happens with Old Dell City.
1: Man, uh, he he's such a good player for them.
0: I don't know why you would do that. He's
1: a starter. He's the well, starter. Well, think he's about, had, about
0: he's it. He's the starter. Well, South Carolina just had Jake Bentley grad transfer to Utah, and mm-hmm. uh, we're about to see some more moving and shaking.
1: Because well, Jordan you, Love.
0: Because you know, well, he already went into the. Uh, he's declared for the draft. He's got. He's out. Okay, I didn't yeah. see that this yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So that's why I haven't brought it up. But I would also add to this, NC State has three quarterbacks and not a one of them that can play. Hmm. You know, I just – there are lo- there are lots of good opportunities out there for capable quarterbacks because as many guys go into the portal, quarterbacks come out the other side because everybody right. needs a quarterback. And a quarterback is the difference between winning five games and winning nine. I mean, think about Bryce Perkins at UVA. He's all they have. He's all yeah. they have, and that was all he, they needed to beat Va Tech, who they hadn't beaten in 15 years. I'm just saying that if you, if you hit the right kid, you could do stuff. You could be good. Yeah. You know, I mean, forget getting your butt handed to you by Clemson in, in the ACC title game. You never played in it. That's, that's big true. time. That is big time. That's winning for me, you know, because, like, that's, that's a step in the right direction, and if you can get a guy, that fits what you do and fits your identity and can take you to that level. Go get him. And Terry Wilson, he could be that for a number of different schools. And I'm not sure he that Kentucky is the place. I'm not thinking. I don't think Kentucky's the place.
1: Uh, here, here. You want to know where? If I'm him,
0: how how many years
1: does Bouchard have left? One. Ah, uh, okay. Never mind. Yeah.
0: Um. Well, I mean, but you even, know who else? even so, I don't. You think who might need him? I don't think that Rhett Lashley wants a Terry Wilson. That's why I always thought. So. Well, that's why I was like, why didn't Joey Gatewood just want to transfer to SMU? I get it, you want to stay in, yeah, in the SEC, but I am mean I'm to run the same offense. That's why. That's well, why I asked. Well, uh, oh, man, uh, no, no, because I mean Mark Stoops believes his defense is going to beat you. I mean Kentucky is built a lot like Georgia. They're just not as talented.
1: No, I'm not talking. I'm not talking about Kentucky. I'm talking about. I'm talking about. Uh, I was sitting there thinking when I was talking about Gatewood in 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 Lashley being coming from Auburn. Because Lashley was Auburn's offensive coordinator for the longest time. So he runs right. the same principles as as Gus Miles on. Right. That's what I was talking about. I wasn't talking about Wilson in that yeah, one. Yeah,
0: and that's that's why I, I kind of was like, Kentucky? Okay. Because, you know, that, that that offense is at Clemson, that offense is at Auburn, that offense is at SMU as we pointed out, that offense is mm-hmm. Oh, man, there's a couple other places. It's
1: everywhere, basically, yeah. No, I mean, it's, it's, I mean, it's either that or I mean, version of the Principles raid.
0: of it now because of uh, because of Hurts. Well, I don't know about that. No. The running-wise, they do. With no. the running, the quarterback and stuff, they have run a lot of the RPO stuff you, that you they run. Stop covering up your mic. Say what? You're muffling when, like, you looked at Oh, sorry, it, it was my my beard hit the mic. Okay, sorry. It, stop doing that. Yeah. Um, the, point, so the point that I'm making, though, about... You're saying everybody does some version of it. Well, I mean, quarterback counter and quarterback power are not Gus Malzahn inventions.
1: No, but I mean, it, it was, I'm talking about the RPO, they run a lot of the RPO. Like you saw the. Uh, I don't
0: even think that Jalen runs an RPO. I think that it's he, a call he play. does. He runs that. He runs that. that I, RPO think a, where no, I think it's no. think he runs down the line. He's a call, and he either call chooses play. to run
1: with it or passes it out, screens it out. When does he ever screen it out? He's on the screen twice. The other times he just ran it.
0: And how many t- I was about to say, it's not an RPO. It's a run play. It's
1: supposed to be an RPO. It's a run it play eat. with a lateral. God. Yeah, I mean, it's supposed to be an RPO. I-, I talked to an actual coach that runs that here, and I was like, is that an RPO? And he's like, yes. Yeah, he it's goes, technically it is an RPO.
0: It's, it's just- an RPO if you're smart enough to run it. Yeah, if you actually throw it. Yeah, it's, not, it's, not, it. it's only a run pass option if your quarterback can see it, and he can't. Look, I like the kid. I think he's an outstanding quarterback as a leader. But I don't... <sighs> See, I'm, I get this reputation for dragging Jalen Hurts when really I'm like, hey, man, if you drop people into coverage, he's just going to run because he can't actually well, That's why he's so
1: deadly. I, so... I, I,
0: look, you're the person that still thinks he's going to win the Heisman Trophy. There's no... What, are you talking... What? You, sa- you Never said this last bros, bros, week. Bros. You, you said this after the Baylor game. I
1: haven't said anything after the baby. No, no, no,
0: the first one.
1: Oh, well, the, because at that point in time, he put himself back up to number two. No, like hell
0: he did. Like hell. Uh, whatever. At number two, Chase Young uh, he, exists. At
1: that point in time, yes, he did. According to ESPN, he was number two. Chase
0: that. Young has more tackles for loss than J.K. Dobbins has touchdowns. What are we? What are we doing, Brandon?
1: That that doesn't mean that the voters are going to vote that way,
0: dude. Well, I, I I also think that many of the voters are. St- stupid and don't watch enough college football well, uh, okay, well, I'm, I'm going off what voters I don't give a damn what somebody's opinion okay. is I'm talking All about right. what that is Introducing are. the two-way V4 where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition the two-way v4 gives you the tools to play at a high level learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com all right all right b -B, who's the best college football player in america chase young by far okay who's the second best college football player in america joe burrow then what are we arguing about well i I agree with that i'm I'm just
1: telling you what i thought the the votes would be because people people are knee-jerk reaction people
0: And they did. They went off and they actually did what I said there. I was like, he's going to jump up. And he was number two right after that. We will. All right. I'm going to nail you down on this LSU, Oklahoma thing after the break. Get a break right quick. Ow. That hurt. What happened? Keys, but we're back no. okay just click a button and you fall over all right so we were arguing about nothing actually and uh we got this game that's coming up here in like 17 days Is that the date that we're recording this
1: yeah and that's so weird it's so far away but yeah it's it's closer than the last one so i guess it's L- little last little ga-
0: little game called the you know the peach bowl by the way, uh-huh. some, some facts here. Oklahoma has never played in the Peach Bowl, which I found shocking, Chick-fil-A or otherwise. And uh I got this note from Vivid Seats, right? They sent this uh-huh. to me. Cause I, you know, and I was shocked by this. They're projecting 73% of Mercedes-Benz Stadium to be LSU. Yeah, and that makes sense. No, it does, but yep. that's a big number, man. That's a big number. Yeah, I mean— they're, they're, It ain't like OU they, uh, fans don't travel, but LSU apparently— No, they do. It's The problem is, is that it's uh, in SEC territory. Well, and I was just going to say, so like one of my favorite stories about LSU football is LSU fans. Like the boot just—they love the party, and they love their, their Bayou Bengals. So they go up to Nashville for the Vandy game, and the bars ran out of bourbon at 10 a.m. Oof. LSU gets after it, man. <laughs> like they go so hard. Like okay. Well, yeah,
1: they do. I'm gonna keep my mouth. I-, I can tell you some awful stories. The last. Oh yeah, time no-
0: Noah Cain told me several, several, several. But okay, so the last time Oklahoma played
1: LSU, that's what I'm talking about. It was I was 2003. Ugh, that was
0: bad. Right. Yep. 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 Lost that game. And well, if, I mean, they probably should have beaten. Man, that was one. That was the. Let me see. No,
1: that was – Okay, they shouldn't have lost, but obviously with White being hurt with a broken hand and foot at the same time, and then being that they played in front of 60,000 think- LSU
0: fans and 20,000 OU fans. I think that At home, 45 minutes from Baton Rouge. Well, I mean, what's worse, playing this game in Atlanta or playing this game in New Orleans?
1: New Orleans. Because the, the fans have the opportunity to know where you're staying the night before and just be as loud as possible and everything. It's where you don't get sleep or any of that stuff. So I'd rather be at a neutral site at least eight hours away from either place and kind of keep where they're staying quiet and secluded. That I would. That's just me. Hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, but I like, do.
0: I do the thought exercise where I always try to f- – Think of arguments against my argument to make my argument stronger, and I can't for this because the New Orleans is just so yeah. hard to play, and and and, and 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 the the pain would be the real pain. I've seen it. The real pain would be playing back to back games there because that's what you would. I mean, because oh yeah, that that would be the real pain. But like you got what people think is the de facto uh, national championship out in Glendale. And then you got this thing going on. Look, that's what I think more irritates everybody more than
1: anything. It's like, dude, how many times have we seen this? And I know there's there's so many different arguments that can be made for LSU just beating the living crap out of Oklahoma. I get it. I get it. But at the same time, everybody that's been around here and watched this Oklahoma program for years and years and years knows that when games like this happen – and nobody's giving them a chance. Like even last year when they were 14 and a half point, dog. Everybody still went, there's no way Alabama's going to beat them by 14 and a half. They, it, it, even, the, even the national pundits were all saying, they're like, ooh, this game's going to be a lot closer than 14. I don't know what Vegas is talking about. That type of deal. This time they're saying, they're just going to beat the crap out of them. And what happens when that, last couple times when that's happened, when they've given Oklahoma no low shot, we've heard the same rhetoric. Florida State. 2000 Alabama
0: 2013 hey a hey, B ain't I supposed to be the homer here ain't that how this is supposed to work no I'm not
1: gonna be in a homer I'm just pointing out that that's
0: happened I'm not saying Oklahoma's gonna win I'm just I'm uh, just saying I, sh- I think they could cover look man for very look I think they could be closer than that look man I I like you watch football for a li- living I like you study football Tell me where the advantage is and don't tell me about some intangible crap Tell me where the advantage is on the football field. For Oklahoma? Yeah. Uh,
1: I think Oklahoma's receivers can do a lot to that second. <laughs> okay. We're gonna argue. I watch. I watch. I watch. I watch. Seventy-five uh, percent healthy to uh, light them up. I, I think Oklahoma can do it. I, as long as no, no, to, you're
0: you're twice twice the that Jalen is. He can't throw it. Okay. Grant Dillpin is a monster. Derek podcast. Stingley is a monster. <laughs> Christian Fulton is a monster. Jacoby Stevens is a monster. And Jacob Phillips is going to flip the middle bird to everybody.
1: <laughs> no, he's not. He doesn't even want to be there. I know that for a fact.
0: Yeah, he's there, though, and he's got 97 tackles.
1: He's yeah, there. That's great. I mean, you've got to play for your
0: future, but I know things... About him, I know to, he's wearing purple and gold. Yeah. I know he wants to win a national championship. I know, yes. I know. Jay, Joe Burrow is completing seventy-eight percent of his passes. I know Clyde Edwards-Helaire is going to light up dallaire Turner-Yell on these option routes. I know that those Charlie's Angels trio of wide receivers—that is an over match up. They're ju- mm-hmm. The secondary is just overmatched. I'm looking for an advantage here, man. And the only thing I can come okay, up with. Okay, what
1: advantage did Oklahoma have in 2013 against Alabama?
0: Again, you're saying. I said don't tell me about any crap that, that's not on the field. No, no, I'm asking you because you can't. There was none. Right. Same thing with 2000 and Florida State. But, this, no but th- I would also add here, you got a game out of Trevor Knight that nobody had seen, and nobody's seen since. <laughs> If you're gonna get one of those out of Jalen Hurts. What about, what about if you're gonna get one of those out of Jalen Hurts, you know when that usually happens? When the defense is stellar. Cause that Alabama team that he's on, that they won with, defense. And he did what he needed to do and he got into the end zone. SEC championship game last year, defense. He did what he needed to do and got into the end zone. I'm saying, if you're gonna tell me that Oklahoma's defense is better than LSU's defense and you're gonna hate you got to put it all on the on the defensive line.
1: Well, I never, I never said they were better. I just think that I, I,
0: I, I do. Statistically, they are better.
1: I wrote that story. I know. So I mean, I, and they
0: play in a better offensive conference. All right, so. all right, B. All right, B. All right, B. Are you prepared to 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 bet? I'm not. I'm not. I I think LSU wins right now. If I sit here and somebody's going to make me but, bet on, but you think they're going to cover the 12 point spread? I do. Okay. Oklahoma not LSU just so people are clear. Yeah, I okay. do. Right now,
1: I think I think I think they cover. I think I think it's probably a 10-11 point game, so, just like
0: last year. So let's walk this out. If it's if it There was no Oklahoma had no no, no, no last no. year just either. Let, just let me walk this out. If it is 48 to 42, which is both of those teams averages. Are you going to be happy with that?
1: I mean, you have to I I no, I, I don't really care. I mean, I'm there to cover the game. I mean,
0: that's you, that's all right. All right, I, I, I'm not trying to impugn your journalistic integrity here, but you, like me, grew up watching this team.
1: Yes, I did. I, I, well, I if I'm going down there, I would love for to
0: make another trip to New Orleans and to right. win because that's right. good for so the So that's site. that's why I'm, I'm, I love. But, but that's sales? why I'm no, but, I don't want them to lose. But that's why no, but that's why I'm asking: Are you going to be happy? Like, would you? No, would that, it's going to suck because the board's going to suck because I'm going to listen everybody gripe. Okay, again. The, the the argument that I am putting before you, right, is that if they score 42 on this defense, and let's say that they get six— It'll be
1: disappointing because of how well the defense has played this year.
0: Say, save, like, Kansas State, Iowa State, and first half of Baylor? Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. I mean, That's so—, so-
0: I don't 80%, know eighty percent. eighty percent of the year they I'm played just, really good. I, I am just. I'm not in the mood. I've also watched this. Te- I've also watched Texas. I'm not should have beat them. Yeah, I'm not in. The Texas m- I'm not them. in the mood to to talk that one out because I that's a full strength Texas team that nobody had seen and everybody still thought was good. <sighs> Derek Stingley took away Colin Johnson. I'm. I can't wait to watch Derek Stingley up against C.D. Lamb. That's going to be my favorite matchup. Dude, hey, do you think? Yeah. Okay. What? Well, okay. That that right there, I think Oklahoma, as good as Derek Stingley is, CeeDee Lamb is the best wide receiver in college football. Yeah, but here's what I'm telling you. This is what I'm getting at. They'll just bracket him. Like, they'll put Derek. Stingley, they will. No, no, they'll put, they'll put Derek Stingley on him in man, and they'll have Jacoby Stevens shading over the top, and they'll take their chances in man coverage on everybody else. Uh, I wouldn't— Okay, you want to
1: know who I think wins that battle because of where they line him up at? I think Lee Morris— We'll see. No, no,
0: we'll see because I think that he's going to be. And I think you, I think you're thinking exactly like I am. That he is going to be the X factor in this ball game. No, I think that Grant Delpit's going to line up over the top of Lee Morris, and they're going to make Jalen Hurts hit that pass down the field to to Charleston Rambo over the top of Christian Fulton. That's what I would do. Uh, No, no, that's 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 the play here. I agree. I think that's what I would do. But somehow this dude manages to overthrow the fastest dude on the team. Is he faster than Trey? Trey ran 24 miles an hour. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, there was a day when we, we, okay, so are we saying, are we saying? No, that, no, laser time,
1: yes, he is the fastest. Well,
0: then, then, that, then he's the that fastest. That was that was, hey, hey, I don't care, some human, superhuman, All right, something point, happened. Point there is, freaking flash. Screw, screw, it, <laughs> screw it, screw it, he's the fastest team on the offense, all right? We'll yeah, just settle he, with that. I mean, hey, But uh, was but, unless, <laughs> but the thing that you were saying about Tua Tagovailoa does not extend to Jalen Hurts, because Tua can hit that pass. You. you know, I get it. You're gonna have C.D. Lamb do some stuff out there like he did to Baylor, and it's it's gonna work. And um, Lee Morris has an opportunity to make a lot of money by beating up on a Jim Thorpe Award finalist in Grant Delpit. But the play, the game is gonna be won handing the ball to Mondre and Kennedy Brooks and hitting that pass over the top to Charles. That C. is Lamb. true. That's it. Like that. That's how, it. how. well is this offensive line
1: play is gonna be the, the the key to this ball game? To me. There that. They're That's stu- the key. They're stupid good. They're stupid
0: good. Um, we're gonna have more opportunities to talk about this, and we will. And, you know, and also, we'll also, uh,
1: just to, the the. I'm not trying to stop at this. Yes, the, you are. The LSU's, yeah, the LSU's offensive, and we don't have to. We're not discussing, but I think we both agree that the weakness on LSU is their offensive the line. They do give up a lot of pressures on Burrow, but he is magician in the pocket. He is. He's magic. You got to get to him. You got to make. You got to hit him.
0: I'm going to If you don't, you're I'm going to I'm going to make you very upset and I'm going to make the listeners very upset right now. Joe Burrow is a better runner than Jalen Hurts.
1: Yeah, I'm not I'm not even going to argue that because I'm not even going to uh, entertain Burrow, that thought. Joe
0: Burrow is out here putting Georgia defenders on skates. Okay. Joe Burrow is running through moving traffic without getting touched. Joe Burrow's probably faster than a laser than Jalen Hurts too.
1: Oh, I'll bet money again on that one. Nope.
0: All right. Well, when they run through the combine, when they go, if, if Jalen gets an invite, when they go through it,
1: he's gonna get an invite, dude. Then let's come on.
0: Let's. Hey, hey. Andolini's pizza versus your favorite pizza. Joe Burrow is a faster runner than Jalen Hurts. Okay, deal. Well, yeah, cool. We'll check the forty times. She said, yeah. Ah, oh, I can't wait. This is exciting. All right, uh, do the OU Insider Spill. Yeah,
1: uh, 30% off right now uh, for annual memberships. Uh, we have the signing day coming up. And yesterday, I think we dropped about 10, 15 notes on recruiting alone. Uh, a lot of quarterback, a lot of uh, big-name targets was in on. And obviously, we have the eyes that were dropped late last night. That uh, We got the information on that. And um, and some hints that who, who it is. And obviously you can get that for 30% off annually. Or if you want to go monthly, first month, which will get you through the playoffs and National Signing Day, the first National Signing Day, uh, for $1. Uh, go ahead and try that. OUInsider.com. We are the sixth fastest growing 247 site.
0: Uh, I am pretty proud about that. All right. That's Brandon Drum. I'm R.J. Young. We will catch you on the flip side. Deuces. See it.